Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Movie Podders. This is episode 22, and as always, it is myself and my good pal Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? I not bad. Are you having a wee chuckle there to yourself? I don't think so, no. Sounded like it. I am alright, you. <laughs> I wasn't. Although, you may have noticed that before we started the podcast, I was a bit frosty with you. A wee bit, aye. Yeah. That's because I could feel the jip coming through in the text messages you were sending me. What jip? And I, I wasn't happy about it at all. What jip? Um, this jip. Nearly there. No worries. Hiya. Hi. Ready. Ready. Call me by your name. No, haven't <laughs> it? It's just playful banter. No. Well, it was. There's no frost here. I've got a... I need to ask you something. Right. Last week, we ended on a... A... A note of... Uh, shower habits. Oh, yeah, okay. And um, what, what one may do before a shower... Had a conversation at work this week, and with the lads, you know, like proper lads chat, lads, 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 <laughs> and um, the conversation came up. It came up a conversation that there's two kinds of people: people who pee in the shower, and uh, liars. All right. <laughs> now, I would fall in. Appear to fall in the latter bracket because I don't pee in the shower. I was just wondering how you felt about that statement. You've never peed in a shower? Never? Maybe maybe as a child I, I peed in the shower, but certainly as an adult, um, it's not a, a decision I choose to make. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say I've done it recently. I, I know I have definitely done it in the past, but I can't, I've not really noted it doing in my pee journal, to be honest with you, so I'm not well, quite sure. Everyone keeps a pee journal, surely. I know, that's what I'm saying, I've no noted it doing, so I'm not sure that I've done it in a while, but I know I have done it. Alright, just me then. Maybe I might, I might try it tonight then. Aye, <laughs> get a wash. <laughs> um, it's a bit of a bad sign that our podcast is literally going down the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, or a good sign. Yeah, maybe. Who knows. Anyway, I always ask this question. Have you seen any movies since we last spoke? I have. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Care to elaborate on that? Yes, I do. Uh, so I've saw two. Um, one is probably my favourite of the year. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is A Quiet Place. Alright, cool. It's Let's see it a bit. I know. <laughs> uh, aye, so I, saw, I went to Rampage today and then I saw A Quiet Place um, Friday. I can't remember what day that was, Saturday. I don't know. I wasn't with you. No, you were not. You were with me in spirit, though. I thought you went through the week to see A Quiet Place, if I'm being honest, but... Ah, I can't remember. It was Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember, but... Aye, what about you? I have seen Love, Simon and Blockers since we last spoke. Nice. I think uh, you were going to catch Blockers, but never got around to it. Cool. What did you think of A Quiet Place and Rampage? I uh, loved A Quiet Place um, quite comfortably, I think, at the moment. It's my favourite of the year. Um, we were talking about it a wee bit during the week, and I can't stop thinking about it. I was listening to the Empire spe- uh, Spoiler Special. Yeah, I listened to that yesterday. Um, 
and it's only it's just got me back in the mood for for watching it really. So yeah, um, yeah, absolutely loved it. Um, and then Rampage is Rampage. It's no, I, I don't know. I can't really go on much further than that. Uh, it's in a fun, very cliche filled like the second half. Me, me and Sarah are saying both think, like the same kind of thing with this. It's like the first half is actually not not too bad. Then the second half is just cliches and yeah, just rubbish kind of stuff. But you get to see monsters fighting, so that's always fun. Cool. Um, I I I would just echo what you said about Quiet Place there. I I, I was listening to John Krasinski interview part of it. Or I listened to it all, but I really enjoyed that part of it, and it was quite nice to hear him in an interview where for most of it he was being really serious and like because you. Kind of see him. He's quite a joker most of the time in interviews, mm-hmm. and so I really enjoyed that. And it, like the, the the amount of detail he went into to making this film, and I'm the same as you. I think I want to see this again at the cinema because I think as soon as we, it, as soon as it's on Blu-ray, it's the the experience isn't going to be the same. No, definitely not. Um, but I think I think again you spoke about this, and I think it's something that a lot of people have been complaining about, but. Other people can't be trusted to watch it. Me, this is a problem. <laughs> like Sarah had somebody kicking the back of her seat the whole time, and rustling, and it wasn't fun. So, yeah, the the girl next to me was eating Chris, right? And and the worst part about it was, I don't know, I don't know if I told you this. I don't know if I said it last week, but she was trying to be quiet, <sighs> and I'm like, well, take the hint. Like you're even trying to be quiet, so Aye. you know that you're making noise. So shut up. <laughs> um, I went to see Love Simon. I actually really enjoyed Love Simon um, a lot more than I thought I would, and I cried my eyes out. Oh my God. Seriously, like I was just a mess, like proper bubbling. <laughs> um, but it's really funny at times as well. I actually thought it was a a, a great wee movie, and I, I would recommend it. Uh, Blockers was okay. Um, I think I gave it three three stars out of five. Um, it's one of those ones that I, I would recommend people to go see it as a comedy, but if I never saw it again, it would not upset me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like we we kind of talking about it, like it's maybe that one of it you're flicking, you're like channel hopping or flipping through the channels, and it came on, you'd maybe stop and watch it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's one that do you know, like when Anchorman came out, you're just playing that on repeat. Yep. It's not. It's not that. Not that good for me. Um. But yeah, they were okay. I'm going to see Rampage on Sunday. Cool. Um, I think you'll enjoy it enough. Like it's, it's like if it's obviously you just take it for what it is, really. So as yeah, long as you I go expect- in with those expectations, it's you'll enjoy it enough. I think. I'm just going to buy a big bag of popcorn, stuff my face. Although I'll say you'll probably see some a monkey or a gorilla doing something on screen that you would never have expected to do it. I'll see if you if you figure that one out. All right, <laughs> it's near the end. That's all I'll say. That's it. Bumping near the end. You'll see. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, yeah, that's all the movies I've seen. Done anything else exciting this week? Nah. Non-movie related. Nah, working. So I'm off for a week. The new going over to Aaron on Sunday. So oh. uh, that's about it, really. You? Um. I went to the bingo last night. Oh. With some. Right. With some colleagues, mm-hmm. and some people, some people won that we were there with, and they didn't win much. One of the girls won fifteen pound. Another okay. girl won 
won five pound. And one of the lads won a pound sixty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. Um, when he went to collect his winnings at the end of the night, he only got a pound sixty back and was told seven pence was put on his bingo card. <laughs> so he gets seven pence off the next time he visits the bingo. Nice. Yeah, that was alright. It was a good laugh. Um, I was I, I came out winless though. So why was that? Why was that chosen as a activity? Just a cheap night out. All right. It was alright, it was a good laugh. Um, second time I've been to the bingo. Went to the bingo many years ago. That was a decent wee laugh as well. Although, well maybe it, the bingo's where it's at then, eh? No, it's, but no, it's the most disappointing thing. They don't go... Um, 22, two little ducks. None of that. Oh, what do they do? They just go, all the twos, 22. Five and two, 52. All the ones eleven, like it's they don't there's no wee nicknames. No flair. Nah. Although I could tell the guy who was the bingo caller, he thought he was like the alpha male about the place, like the bollocks <laughs> strutting about the place, like he he owned it. Um, aye, but they don't have dabbers either. They've all, it's all on iPads. Oh, nobody's dabbing. No, you no. Don't even, you don't even have to check your numbers. The computer does it for you and then tells you if you've won. <laughs> so you're just kind of sitting there, really, then. Well, I'd set mine to like slightly, like not automatic, so I had to tap the screen at least <laughs> every time the number was called. It. Anyway, we're not here to talk about bingo as much as we'd like to spend an hour talking about it. Maybe that's what we should be doing—a bingo podcast. <laughs> yeah, I bet you that's one. There's room in the market for a bingo podcast. <laughs> and then Aye. the intro could be that we bingo song at the start. Aye, Aye I like that. Let's do that. We've missed the trick. <laughs> do you want to talk about movies? Aye, let's do that then. Nice. Um, so, as we always do, we'll cover off the trailers uh, for this week. Um, we've got a few. We'll talk about our three main ones and go into them in a wee bit more detail than the others. Uh, so, the first one we've got is for Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, directed by Ron Howard. Um synopsis reads as board the Millennium Falcon and journey to the galaxy far far away in Solo a Star Wars story story even um, and story. <laughs> an all new adventure with the most beloved scoundrel in the galaxy through a series of daring escapades deep within the dark and dangerous criminal underworld Han Solo meets his mighty future co-pilot Chewbacca and encounters the notorious gamble- gambler Lando Calrissian in a journey that will set the course for one of the Star Wars saga's most unlikely heroes. So it's starring Alden Ehrenreich, Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, uh, Donald Glover, Thandie Newton, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Junis Saltima, <laughs> and Paul Bettany. Brian, what was your thoughts on this trailer? Well, when we spoke about it through the week, I... You asked me, and I kind of just said meh to you. I, just think, I think I just replied meh. I don't know what I was thinking, because I sat and watched it again before, like, tonight. On uh, and Granted, it was on a bigger screen. I had my headphones plugged in as well, just because the sound's better, I think, when you've got your headphones in. It looks really good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, said, I'm, I'm, I must not have been paying attention through the week. I must have just been quickly watching it before I posted it on, like, Twitter and, and Facebook and that. Yeah, I was a wee bit surprised when you replied with that, because I thought... 
because we're quite similar in our, I think, our movie tastes and the, the way we end up feeling about things. And like, I, I loved like after watching, I was like, oh, I'm really excited for this now. Um, yeah. And then you replied with that, and I was like, oh, I didn't expect that. I, I think that the the action scenes and the set pieces looked really good. Um, I, I, my kind of worry, I mean, I've already said to you about the Amelia Clark character. I'm a bit concerned about her, but I, th- I think you're right. I think she will turn heel. Um, my my concern is that 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 Alden guy gets outshone. <laughs> I don't know. Just like <laughs> we're gonna attempt the second name there. Um, I'm I'm worried he's gonna get outshone in this movie by all the supporting cast. I thought Paul Bettany looked good. I always like. Um, Woody Harrelson in a supporting role, and I think Donald Glover looks really good as Lando as well. Um, and I just think that one of the things and I don't know if you agree with this because I know you're not as f- often not as fond of androids as me, but I feel like Star Wars are really good at creating androids for their movies, and I quite like the look of Lando's wee pal in this one, especially because mm. the first shot if you get him of him, he's kind of got a guy by the head pinned up against the wall. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not keen on the the droid. Uh, for me, it's too similar similar to the last one. Um, what's his name? I can't remember the name. Oh, K two. Aye. What is he uh, called? Is it just K two? I can't remember. Yeah. But he's that. This droid is too similar to that one for me, and that's one of the few things I didn't like about the trailer. Actually, was the droid. I think um, the only other thing I didn't like about this trailer was. What sounds like is going to be the theme um, to it. I didn't like that. That was the same similar thing like we Rogue One is. I didn't like the theme to the like the, or the score or whatever for, oh, for yeah, the right, movie. Okay. Um, and I didn't like it when like you saw the, the solo title come up at the end and the music that was with it. I was like, it's too close to the normal Star Wars theme. That it's almost like a remix of the Star Wars. Aye. Um, yeah. That would I'd maybe agree with that. This this. I, I don't. Uh, the score doesn't impact me. The, maybe the same way it does you, but yeah, I would. Like, I probably agree with what you said about it, though. Um, I also, but yeah, no. Overall, I think it was. Um, I, I really loved it, and as I say, it's got me like actually quite excited for, for it now. Going for a film that I was quite worried about and had like zero expectations for, to one I'm actually like actually looking forward to. It's a like it's the, the trailers have done the job really. Like they've really like sold the film and selling like all the kind of strong points um i kind of feel like this trailer maybe makes like puts or puts han solo a wee bit more in the limelight and that you get like i find like i thought there was like some really good lines in it from him um like the whole like i have a good feeling about this or i have a really good feeling about this like i love that and yeah uh, the punch it but at yeah. the end and that little part of the trailer was edited together really well Mm-hmm. It's like it must have been about three or four shots, like really quickly, and alter the sound of the movements, like yeah, yeah, the characters were making. I like the um, the music at the start of it as well. Um, like it was just like a, a guitar riffing, like I really like that as well. So yeah, all, all in all, like it was a, I thought it was a really good trailer, and it's definitely got my my interest in it now, um, as opposed to as I say not really been bothered about it before so I'm quite looking forward to it now I'm going to put this out here just now this is a wee bit off track but I'm pretty sure, remember we did a 
podcast where we talked about what we were most looking forward to see in 2018. Mm-hmm. That like a top ten most anticipated. I was thinking today. I don't know why, but like I'm pretty sure I had this and you didn't, if I remember correctly. But I was thinking like, like I'll listen back to that podcast and see what we had, like at the end of the year, and we could do mm-hmm. a podcast to see, like, if our top ten of the year kind of matches what we're most anticipated was. Yeah, definitely. This wasn't in my list. Hundred percent wasn't in my list of. Anticipated movies, um, pretty sure anyway, because um, just because of all the bad like kind of word and how, how much trouble it sounded like they were having with this film, I was not looking forward to it. So it's done a total one eighty for me. Yeah, um, no, cool. It does look good, and I like, like I say when I spoke to you through the week, I don't know, I just must not have properly watched it and just had like one eye on something else at the same time because when I watched it. Tonight, like just the, the scene on this, that sort of like I don't know train or monorail thing that yeah. that was that they were on the sort of Mexican standoff thing. I thought Paul yeah. Bettany, Paul Bettany had these crazy weapons like kind of wrapped around his wrists. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it all looked really good. Yeah, so yeah. should Definitely be good. Um, okay, next film is for a movie called Dark Crimes. It's directed by Alexandros Avranis. Um, synopsis, Tadic is a detective who takes on a case involving the murder of a businessman. To his and everyone's surprise, the case is identical to a character's murder in a republished novel by a man named Coslo. Um, well, the crime appears to be an open and shut case, uh, Tadic discovers a darker secret. So it's starring Jim Carrey, Martin Zokas, Charlotte Gainsborough, Agatha Kazula, um, <laughs> Kathy Outenin, and... <laughs> um, Come on! <laughs> Biggie Zamajewski. Go for it. Yeah, why not? So what were your thoughts on this? Well, when I clicked on the trailer, I remember feeling reasonably excited. I like the look of Jim Carrey. You see, I think the the picture they use at the trailer is just like his face, the beard. It's called Dark Crime, so you just even the picture they use, you, you immediately get a think, well, this is going to be serious. In the first twenty seconds, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm really like I was really excited, but I got a bit bored watching this trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't work out what kind of accent Jim Carrey had. The first line he, he says, I'm like, oh, was that was that a Northern Irish accent? And then I, I couldn't work it. I'm, I'm assuming it's meant to be, is it Polish? Or yeah, it sounds like Eastern some kind Europe, of... Eastern European Aye, yeah. sort of accent. Um, but yeah, I got a bit bored. I, I, I think I will see it because I really want to see how well Jim Carrey does in this kind of role. Um, but I'm not overly excited about it. Yeah, I think I was the same as well. Um, I, I'd mentioned to you like the only kind of like the the main reason I was interested in this was because of Jim Carrey. But um, even at that, I don't know if I'll go and see this. It just doesn't. And that, these are like the type of films I normally like as well. But I don't know. It just looks very drab and like even with the color system, like it's all like blacks and greys. It's there's n- like hardly any color in this um, trailer at all. Oh, that's a good shoot. Um, and 
I thought the same as well about the accent. It was that was kind of bothering me. I was like, I don't really know what, he, what how he's supposed to be, um, how he's actually supposed to be speaking here. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I, I, probably the same as well. A wee bit bored by the end of the the trailer, um, and not a wee bit more, a wee bit disinterested in it. So, yeah, I probably won't watch this when it comes out. To be honest. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'll make the trip to the cinema, but I think I will watch it just to see his performance, to see what it was like. Yeah, that's as I say, that's the only thing that's interesting me is like I like Jim Carrey and I like him especially like, and when he plays like a kind of more dramatic role or something, it's not a comedy like the number twenty three or something like that. Like, I like just seeing him in something different. So th- that that's probably the only thing. If I do watch it, that'll that'll be one of the reasons because he's in it and he's playing something different, really. Yeah. No, definitely. Okay, nothing more to say about that one. <laughs> Not really. Like I said, I get a bit bored watching it. So, yeah. um, I think like if if you're bored in the two minutes, what are you going to be like during the movie? Yeah. Yeah, we probably agree. All right. Oh well then. Um, next film is one that was released today, or a trailer that was released today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it was for Incredibles two, directed by Brad Bird. Um, such a such a long synopsis, Robbie. Come on. Um, Incredibles two uh, resumes where the first Incredible ends, um, with the introduction of the villain, the Underminer. Uh, the Parr family struggles to maintain normal lives while Helen, as Elastigirl, continues to fight crime and campaign for the return of the Supers. While Bob, aka Mr. Incredible, stays at home caring for their children, Violet, Dash and Jack-Jack, discovering the baby's secret powers in the process. The powers and their ally, Frozone, find they must battle a new villain, the Screen Slaver. Starring Holly Hunter, Craig T. Nelson, Sarah Vowell, Huck Milner Samuel L. Jackson. What's your thoughts on this, Shane? Loved it. Really excited for this. I thought the action looked great. Um, I I love the balance between the superhero stuff and then the stuff that made the first one so good, like that when they're trying to be a normal family, mm-hmm. like the 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 whole like with Dash with his vegetables and then him teach like try to do maths with his son as well. Yeah, I just think this looks great, um, and I'm really looking forward to it. The only thing I didn't like about it. Um, I would say the same as well. Like everything you've mentioned, there's probably the things I enjoyed as well. The only thing I didn't was at the very start of it, um, and it's something I've kind of had a thought about, and I've been like, I don't know how they're going to do this if they'll just get some like similar children or whatever. But like the kids' voices, because obviously the adults will stay the same, but like the kids' voices, and I thought like they don't, they didn't sound how I remembered in the first wee bit where you see him, like when she's asking if you've washed your hands and all that that stuff. Like, the voices didn't sound right. I know that's a pure minor stupid complaint, but it just I don't know, it threw me off to begin with. But through the rest of the trailer, it seemed fine. I didn't really have any problems with the rest of the trailer, but, um, yeah, that bothered me a wee bit at the start, and they didn't sound how I remembered them. No, I, I, I can't say I noticed that. Well, I, I, did, I didn't notice that, and I thought, that, to me, I just sounded how, how I sort of remember it. And it just had all the things I liked from the first one, and... And, and then bigger, it looks like we're going to get more action and obviously as they're all, especially with the kids, as they become more familiar with their powers, 
as well. But even just the Samuel Jackson bit when he says, he, what is it, I'll be with you ASAP, and he's you just hear his like, wife in the background shouting at him. Yeah. Like, I just love that, that part of his character. Um, I, and then I like the introduction to the screenslaver villain. Um, like, see the way he pops up on all the screens and mm-hmm. starts talking to him. Because I, I feel like with all the, the snippets we've had from this film yet, we probably haven't seen any of his stuff really other than that little yeah. that little bit at the end. Who is it that's playing the villain? The voice, do you know? I don't know, no. Right. I, could, I could IMDB it though if you want. Right, why then? I will. Um, I think probably one of my only other concerns about it is that just from the trailer, it looks like it's maybe at points like treading some of the, the same tracks as what we've had like with the bit you're talking about with um, Frozone and his missus shouting in the background, like that happened in the first one, if I remember rightly, and then... Yeah, but I think that's just her character, that's why I liked it, like... Yeah. Mm, maybe. <laughs> maybe it'll turn out alright, I don't know. That is what, and like the bit when, like, it looked like Jack-Jack was getting tried out for a suit or whatever, like they kind of done that as well, so... I don't know. Maybe, uh, that, that's, that, see, that's my only concerns, I've not... They're not really realised in this trailer, but um, that's my concerns about the film overall. Uh, Bob Odenkirk's in it though, isn't he? And I yes. thought the character he seems to have—he seems like the perfect voice Aye. for that sort of salesman, like really confident, borderline arrogant type character. Yeah, he just, he just seems like Saul Goodman, like for Breaking Bad. Pretty yeah, much, I think I really enjoyed the the little part of the trailer he was in. Yeah, same. Uh, cool. Um, any was there any other trailers this week? There was many other trailers, Brian. Yes, um, for a wee change, I think I've watched them all. Um, no way. No, there's only no two. The last two that you've added on, I've not watched. So <sighs> we also had trailers for The Meg, Dude, Fighting with My Family, Future World, Hearts Beat Loud, The Secret of Marrowbone, and A Prayer Before Dawn. Um, did you catch any of these ones? I've seen every single one of them. Oh, nice. What were the last two about? Because I don't know much. I think the, I saw a wee the, bit the, the Secret of Marabone, that's maybe what I, I was slightly interested. It's, the Marabones are a family of children by the looks of thing, and there's some sort of supernatural thing about them that doesn't really delve too much. There's something supernatural about their house. There's something going on anyways. I think it's maybe a horror there was nothing too sort of creepy in it, but there's a bit right at the end where they're, they're kind of looking at this door and this, like, weird hand just comes from round the back of it. Nope. Um, <laughs> that looked okay. And The Prayer Before Dawn, you might have seen this, it's a bit... A kid for Liverpool, it's based on a true story who's like... I don't know which country it is, I don't know... It's in Asia, but I couldn't tell you which country it is, but he's... Basically, he he's in prison. He gets put in prison um, for drugs, and it's and the only sort of way out is boxing. But it was actually filmed in the prison, so I think a lot of the people in it may be real sort of convicts and stuff like that. All right. Um, it looks quite. It looks quite um, brutal. Um, I'm I'm actually maybe interested in this one. All right. Uh, check it out. Cool. Um, the rest of them, the only one other one that I quite liked, uh, well, there's two. Um, I like the fighting with my family. I don't actually know what that's about. 
but just the fact that The Rock went like WWE Rock on them, I absolutely loved that. Yeah, it was quite good. Yeah. Just like when he's like, it doesn't matter. Then he just like like when he when he said about turning it sideways and <laughs> sticking it up your candy asses, I was just like, ah, so good, man. Remember he had the song at me, Wycliffe John. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, good times. And uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This is purely for the soft spot I've got for Nick Offerman. I don't think I'll enjoy this film, but just because he's in it would maybe make me slightly interested. Yeah, I, th- I think I was the same. I was like, I want to like this film, but yeah, yeah, uh, I wasn't really enjoying that trailer. Um, I thought the Meg just looked like a kind of rubbish version of Deep Blue Sea with a bigger shark. The posters amazing for the Meg. Yeah, yeah, quite like I, the posters. It's a really nice poster, um, but I thought it looked awful. I like like the last shot. You see, I don't even think it's an actual shot for the film, probably, but it's like you just see the shark coming up from the water, and there's like one wee boat or something. I just, I quite like that wee shot, but otherwise, nah, no, no feeling it. I thought the dude looked absolutely awful. Yep. I don't know what that film's meant to be. <laughs> I, I I really don't. I just think like I, I don't know what they're trying to sell us in that film. Yeah. Um, and I thought Future World looked awful as well. It just looked like a knockoff of Mad Max. Yeah, poor man's Mad Max. There yeah. was another one. I've not put it on here. Uh, so you probably won't have seen it called The Farm. Nah, I didn't see that. Oh my days, that looks weird. <laughs> like Good or bad weird? It, it's like some sort of messed up psychological horror. Like, that it's just like so art house that I just it would just leave people messed up. Basically, like I don't know, these two people stumble into this farm, and it's like the humans are in pens, and like there's people wearing like pig masks and sheep masks and stuff, mm-hmm. like f- actually farming them, farming like humans. It looks bizarre. Sounds a wee bit like human centipede type. Yeah, thing. yeah, that kind of that kind of horror, like or. So uh, I don't think it's going to be for me that one. Right. Okay. And there was a teaser for the Jurassic World trailer that's getting released on Wednesday. I saw that. How do you feel? I'm swaying back and forth. Like I don't know. We, we, when we went and saw um, what's it called today? Rampage. They had a trailer on before, and it was the first trailer. And again, that got me back on. The, like I'm quite excited for it. But then I was telling Sarah, Sarah about like the second trailer and how that kind of took yeah. me back a step so I'm kind of swinging back and forward wait I'm still not sure how I feel and then this one it has the, the little teaser I like the bit with he's in with the T-Rex and I like the bit when they're surfing yeah yeah I look good but then the flip side of that it has that bedroom scene again that I'm not like keen on mm-hmm. um, cool um, so next we're going to talk about uh, some movie news a, couple, a few stories that we're going to going into a bit of detail about hopefully and then we'll we'll do a rundown before we, we move on to the Marvel countdown and I think we'll maybe get one Twitter question today as well um, first bit of movie news I just really put this in there because I knew you had seen this film and I wanted to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> uh, is A Quiet Place 
it took fifty million dollars on its opening weekend in the states, and only on a fifteen budget, a fifteen million budget to make the movie. Um, which I think is amazing. Like, and I love it when films that I get that I like. Like, I know that's kind of like maybe a silly thing to say. Like, like small movies do well because the fact that it's made so much money in its opening week, and there's so much like positive word of mouth. I think more people will get to see this like incredible movie which doesn't always happen with small movies. Sometimes too many people don't get to see them, but everyone goes to see for example, like not that it's a bad movie, uh Blockers. Do you know what I mean? Aye. And so I'm so happy that because I think people pay more attention to that stat than they do positive reviews. Yeah, yeah, I would agree as well. Like, <clears throat> end of the day, it's that's what they're there for. They're to make money, so um, yeah, that's they probably don't care too much about like all the kind of critical side of things, as long as it's raking it in. But I even mean fans, like movie fans. I think pay more attention. Oh wow, that's made a lot of money. We should go see that. Aye, yeah, yeah. like everyone's going to see that sort of thing, and, and so I'm I'm really pleased about that, and um, also like. There's talks of sequels and stuff already. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. I don't want one. I really don't want one at all, but doesn't surprise me because we, we were talking about it and I imagine probably you and Amelia had the same kind of conversations, but just like how we're talking about, like you could easily do a prequel or a sequel to this depending on how you wanted to go, but like there's... And I think even um, John Krasinski mentioned that in the... Uh, yeah, yeah. The podcast yeah. was saying like how, like there's kind of he, he was aware that there's plenty of opportunities for um, them to do other films if they want to and they want to kind of build a world with this type of thing. So I'd be sad if they did, but um, I'll always have the quiet place, I suppose. Yeah, no same. And but yeah, just I, I can't praise this movie enough. I think we might both have to go watch it again, Ryan, and then talk about it on a podcast. Just because there's so much I want to talk about that, but obviously I'm not going to go into spoilers here. But what I would say is, like, I have seen 21 new movies this year that were released in 2018. It released at least released in the UK in 2018. This is the one I would recommend the most to everybody. Mm-hmm. I think it is like I'm I'm with you. It's probably the it's, it's the best film I've seen this year, and I just it's one of those movies that it sort of transcends its genre. Like it's not just a horror film. It's about like it's about family as well. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Probably more so than it is a horror film at yeah. times. Um, and just I think the detail that Krasinski's going into is is brilliant, and I, I I can't recommend this movie highly enough. I think I don't know. If, did you see? Um, oh, what's it called? Graham Norton. Aye, Graham Norton. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I thought they were brilliant on that. The two of them. Aye. But he was on like saying that like how that this film's more of like a love letter to his kids for him. Yeah, yeah. And I, I felt like that came came across quite a lot in it. Like it was all about like what he would do, kind of in this scenario and scenario in these situations. Um, but I'm but, definitely in the same boat as you. Like anybody I've been speaking to, like about films, I've been saying like you need to go and watch this, and you need to go and watch it in the cinema. Like yeah, like you were spot on when you said that. Like for the sound is. Although, like a lot of it, a lot of times there isn't any sound. It's still like when it's there is so sound. important. It's yeah, like because 
when you when you before you go in you like well there's there's silence that there's like no noise in the, and then there's noise but actually when you watch it there's there's three levels like without trying to give away any spoilers because in this film you there's noise there's quiet and then there's like proper silence yeah and when it goes between them all it's so it's so good yeah it's amazing it's yeah it's like it's my favourite film from like an entertainment side and it's also I think like the best made film this year as well yeah, so yeah. far so, yeah definitely um, um, no, I'd agree 100% with you there yeah so if you've not seen it go and see it definitely and add to that that tally for the money we, I was saying as well do you think like this will maybe get John highlighted to the likes of Marvel and maybe if they are thinking about doing Fantastic Four stuff like bring him on for that or I hope so because like when you when you see him he said a really good thing in the game I'm not sure what he said like I don't think people look at me and think oh I'd love to see a horror movie from that guy and they probably did the same with Jordan Peele last year as well but he's but he's just someone who by listening to him again not sure on the Empire podcast he loves movies yeah and storytelling and and loves the fine details of it so like don't know if it helps having an actress wife to bounce ideas off of I'm sure there's I'm sure there's many pluses for that that, that helped him when he's when he's writing stuff but I mean he, he directed it he wrote it he produced it he stars in it like I, I, I thought he was brilliant and it's his best performance so far yeah definitely definitely and like I can't remember if I've said this I don't know if I maybe said it to you or who I was speaking to but like even like this is a big thing for me like the kids in the film and everything as well like <laughs> enjoyed so it, the, the kids performances was... I think it's on your um, I don't know if you tweeted it from our account or it's on your letterbox account you put it oh, somewhere it? online yeah, well, like it may might be that they're not speaking and that may or speak very little. Like that is that that's why. But I just felt like even the kids I enjoyed. Um, I thought the girl it, was excellent. Yeah, she was. Um, uh, probably the heart of the movie as well. Mm-hmm. The the girl, but yeah, I thought she was great. I mean, the wee boy's brilliant as well. But yeah, I, I just thought she was she was really good. Um, cool. Um, Avengers: Infinity War is outpacing the last seven Marvel movies combined. Um, this is according to Fandango pre-sales. Can I wait? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that all? Aye. <laughs> uh, does it, did it give a figure as to what no. that means? Um, but that means when you think of Black Panther yeah, and Black Civil Panther War, broke, broke the Civil War wasn't... Eh? Black Panther like broke the record, did it not? When I'm sure pre-sales it was... It, I don't. I, if it never broke it, it was very close to breaking it. I mean, right. I think you're right. I think it might have. So if, um, it, if it's like outdone that along with like the previous six, six ones as well, it's, it's insane. Think it's going to do Star Wars like beat it? I think so. Now, think so. I think this, like for me, this is the biggest movie of my lifetime. <laughs> I I probably agree. I like it in. I know for people it would have been like the the Phantom Menace or Force Awakens, and I get that, totally get that. But for me, it just like because the MCU is the biggest investment in 
in cinema I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm buzzing for this. I, I genuinely can't wait. And like because I'm such a fan of like the content, not just on screen but off screen as well in terms of comic books, like I want it to do well. So like this news to me is just brilliant. I love the fact that um, it's out selling. The, the the sales are so high just because I don't know I'm pretty defensive of this sort of stuff aye same people keep saying to me oh what if you don't like it like because I was saying I think I was talking to somebody in work and I was saying like how got it booked for midnight I'll probably go and see it the next day and then a couple of days after I think I'm going to go and see it again and they're like oh how can you go and book or how can you go and see it the next day when you don't even know if you like it and I'm like I don't think it's possible for me not to like this and not to love this film like, I don't think it's possible, like, whatever they do. And Yeah, and and I think as well, for me, it's the fact that, yeah, I may watch it, I may be, like, disappointed, but I think there's going to be enough in it that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I just, like, I just have trust in, in Marvel at the moment, and not just that, it's like, I think probably for us and, and people who are like us, it's probably important to see it multiple times in terms of, because there's that risk of, and, and, and we've done it before, and... Th- to pick on you, the one I remember you most with was Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. The one with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I remember when we came out of that, you were buzzing. And then so, because because we are invested, sometimes it's important for us to see it multiple times to go, actually, mm, didn't like that. Didn't like that. Why did they do this? Instead of just getting caught up in the moment of, oh, I love all these characters, therefore I love this film. Yeah. And I think, like, see... What happened with that was I remember like going and seeing Amazing Spider-Man two, loving it, and I was like, "Oh, that was brilliant!" And then I came home and watched the spoiler review on Collider, yeah. and Schnepp like tore it apart, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like he's right, like all this stuff that he's mentioned is like just everything wrong with this film, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I can't believe I was like so suckered in by just seeing people that I want to see on screen type thing. So yeah, that's a good point. Like I think it. For our own sakes, just so we can properly assess it, um, yeah, digest it properly. Like, aye, because uh, uh, there's uh, there's every chance of me coming out of of that and saying this is the best one ever, and then watching it another three or four times and going, actually, maybe it falls in about number six or seven for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If it if it lands in the top ten, I'll be happy. If it lands in my top ten Marvel movies, I'll be happy. If it lands in my top five, I'll be delighted. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I don't I find it hard for it not to like be in the top five like you know like that's stupid to say without like seeing the film but just based on the trailers alone like it's yeah, got it's yeah. doing everything I want it to do and I think we're going to have like some big consequences and some big actions take place and it's really going to have like not only like it's not like going to not only just going to hit the notes of like the the action side of stuff that we want to see but also the the drama like can I say um... the only thing I would caution with that and, and, and I'm probably a, more of a defender of this film than you are is that Age of Ultron trailers were really were really good yeah not as good as these ones I will give you that like but they were like Ultron came across as a different villain in the trailers than the villain we got in the movie mm-hmm. yeah I think but I think they've learnt from their mistakes probably of that I hope so and I hope they, they realise uh, that they, the, they need to give us the, some real consequences or real um, stakes. I mean, I think that will happen. And the early reviews, I don't, you probably not read them, but are very positive. Now they've only 
people have only seen 20 minutes of the film because during this press tour, the Disney aren't showing the full movie until the premiere. Yeah. They're just giving people 20 minutes of... I don't know if they're all getting the same scene. I hope so, because then I don't want people to piece it together from different scenes. I don't think they will. I think they are, they're going to do like different ones, surely, or not, to, to test it. It'll be different scenes, but hopefully they just won't all get together and discuss yeah. it. But like it, it, some people were some people were quoted as saying like it was incredible. It's going to be the best Marvel movie ever, based on twenty minutes. Can I wait? I actually yeah. can't wait. Yeah, same here. Uh, next story is that next Netflix pulls out of the Cannes Festival. Now this is because the or Cannes Festival, sorry, <laughs> because um, oh, I was waiting to get you <laughs> because. Um, they they have they put in a rule to say that you have to be released in the theatre to win awards. Now you can still show your movies, but you won't win any awards. And so Netflix felt, well, that's not fair. Until it's it's a level playing ground for everyone, then we're not going to participate. Um, and it now I wonder what that does for Netflix movies. In in terms of being able to attract certain kinds of directors and actors to their project, projects uh, yeah I don't know um, I, I think it probably just depends on the the director or the production company or whoever involved really with it uh, as to how much of a difference because you'll get like people who for Netflix it's <clears throat> it's like a kind of blank canvas for them Netflix are quite trusting by the sounds yeah. of it and what they allow yeah, people not- to do they're not hands-on the same way maybe Warner Brothers are. Aye, so I think it's I think it's probably going to be split because then you've got like other people the likes of um, Spielberg and Nolan who don't think like that Netflix should be um, involved in like Oscars or anything like that. So I think it's a kind of split camp for it, and I don't know. I don't know if there's. I think like Netflix have got enough of a good rep going that they don't really need things like like cans or. Maybe, maybe it certainly shows. It certainly shows their confidence. Yeah, aye. To be like, well, you don't want to. We, we don't need you. See you later, and and so much so, I don't know who it is. Let me just get it. Two seconds. Um. Uh, where is it? Someone wants them back in. Who who runs the can uh, cans festival? Mm, I don't know. What, oh, you mean, like, earlier. advertiser or sponsor? Yeah, Orson, well, Orson Welles' daughters has been pleading that Netflix reconsider their decision to go back to to the, the Cannes Festival. You would think probably as well, like, something like Netflix, like, especially Cannes, is, like, probably more suited to, like, a, a, like a festival that likes a Cannes as opposed to, I don't know, something elsewhere, because... Like my own kind of understanding of perception of can is it's like they tend to have like more kind of indie arty kind of movies and again I feel like that's Netflix is probably better suited to providing those type of films as yeah, opposed yeah. to some other like companies and that out there. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would probably on this one side with Netflix. Yeah. I think that they're right. Why should they go? Why should they go and let people see their movies earlier? without getting a reward that could then prompt more people to want to see the film. Yeah. Um, 
my only criticism of Netflix is I want them to put their movies in the theatre. <laughs> Aye, sometimes I think it, it probably could do it. Like I think the likes of like Annihilation probably would have done alright if it was in the cinema, if it'd been yeah. released. Um, I think the one Scorsese's doing, yeah, would, would do well in the cinema because of who's directing it. That was supposed to be initially as well, was it not? I think it might still be in the states for like a couple of weeks. Is it? Yeah, I think. I just can't see Scorsese's a Scorsese movie not going to the cinema. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No. Um, no, yeah, I probably agree with a lot of what you were saying there. Uh, next bit of news. I didn't know this was even in the cards. Um, because Jessica Chastain's already pretty much on yep. for this movie. Uh, James McAvoy and Bill Hader are set to join the cast of It, Chapter 2. Um, how, do, how do you feel about this? Well, how do you feel about it in It, Chapter 2? Cause just because, I say, this is new news to me. And the the, the people that they've brought on to be part of the cast are, are looking to bring on to be part of the cast. So what... Them doing a chapter two was news to you, or yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I, I can always thought they were going to do it. I think like did they not pretty much straight after the film was out, like because it done like it was doing so well straight away. I think they like greenlit it back then. Um, uh, but because like obviously the the eighties or nineties version, there was like two two books or two chapters. So uh, I always felt or always knew that they were going to end up doing it at some point or other. Um, but in the way the casting, I think casting's been good so far. Um, I, I either wanted Jessica Chastain or Amy Adams to be playing the, the yeah, girl. And so happy with that. I think um, James McAvoy is a good fit for the main boy. I think that's who he's going to be playing as the main one. Uh, I can't remember his name. And um, Bill Hader. I, I think he's supposed to be playing. The wee guy for Stranger Things. Aye. Which I is probably like, I think I quite like that casting. I think he would be suited more to the wee like hypochondriac boy. I thought he was he'd be a better fit for that. But um, either way, like I'm still happy enough with that. I think it's still like, a good fit because he's obviously he's a comedian and that boy was a bit of a comedian as well in the the film. Yeah. So I feel like it could it's a, a kind of general good fit. So yeah, overall quite happy with that. I love this news. Like, obviously, like I'm t- taking it the, the whole news for me. Like, it's because, it, but the, the fact that there's a sequel, the fact that Jessica Chastain's already pretty much on, and then the casting of James McAvoy and Bill Hader looks likely as well. Um, I like both the characters that they're going to be playing. It's obviously, Jessica Chastain's going to be playing the the girl that was in it. But if you told me like before I'd seen it that I was going to be excited about a second it movie. I told me like, and I doubt it. I had no, I didn't have any interest in seeing the film. I thought the trailer looked good, but I only watched it because of how positive the word of mouth was about it. Yeah, and and thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was such a good time. Um, really funny, and gave me that sort of Goonies stand by me yeah, kind yeah. of feel. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to know like what they do with it because. Like I think the second again going based on like the the old stuff like the second chapter was like them all obviously as adults and it's returned so they have to go back and fight it again. So I think the, uh, my understanding is that they've sort of forgotten, mostly forgotten about it. Yeah, 
as they've grown up, I don't know if it's just like they've suppressed the memories sort of thing. Um, but again, like it's a great example. We were talking about it with The Quiet Place and, and we talk about it with Marvel movies as well where it's like, it's not just a horror movie. Like that's, it, it gives you more and I think that's why it was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if it gives me more of that, yeah, the horror, horror element because that's very important, I, I like to be... As much as I hate it, I also like to be scared in a horror film, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. you should feel feelings when you're watching movies. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is good uh, good news. Yeah, very much so. Let's... So you had a bit of difficulty with some of the, the names yep. in the, <laughs> the trailers. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's my turn to, to yep. struggle <laughs> <laughs> with the rundown. Um, so the raids, I call... Uwes uh, joins action comedy Stuber, which is about a mild mannered Uber driver who picks up a grizzled cop, played by Dave Batista, who is in the hot trail of a brutal colour, which might be the the guy for the raid. Uh, Camille Nanjimani's in this as well, which is nice. Halle Berry attached to to Jagged Edge remake. John S. Baird. Um, who directed Filth is will be directing Oh Lucky Day. Uh, Diego Bonetta uh, joins the new Terminator film. Uh, Jumanji becomes the highest-grossing film in Sony history. Uh, Christina Hodgson is writing a new script for Batgirl. Daniel Craig says Bond Twenty Five is his next project. Melissa McCarthy will star in Super Intelligence, which um, is directed by her husband. I don't think they've done that before. Um, Donnie Yen joins live action Mulan and uh, Gong Li and Jet Li have also joined the cast Alex Garland is helping write The Toymaker's Secret uh, John Krasinski to direct sci-fi Life on Mars uh, David Leach and Ellie Talks to direct Fast and Furious spin-off and Jake Gyllenhaal says no to being the, ba- the next Batman and he says wow he was he was basically asked straight out and he says, Well, that's a difficult question. The answer to that question is no. And out this week we've got Rampage, the Titan and Trufford Dare. Anything anything stick out to you and out of the movies out this week you've already seen Rampage, you're planning on watching any of the others? Uh yeah, I might try and catch the Titan. I quite um like look at that, although I saw uh, my dad's got one of these dodgy things in his telly that Tut like, tut tut. I know, um, and I saw a wee bit of the Titan, and I didn't actually like the look at what I saw. So I don't know, maybe if the whole context, if I see the full film, I just dropped my phone. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's just if you hit the, the rattling, that's my phone. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't. I probably will try and watch it. It's on Netflix, isn't it? So uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be on. Um, I th- I don't know if it's on today. Maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. I'll keep an eye out for it anyway. Um, otherwise, the John Krasinski um, to direct Life on Mars. I kind of saw this. I like these type of films, so I'm obviously I'm very interested in anything John's doing just now. And um, yeah, I'm interested in like films about Mars and all that. I like even like all the bad movies about Mars. I love as well. So yeah, that kind of appeals to me um, overall. Um, a good casting I think for Mulan I like Donnie Yen so quite glad that he's on for Mulan I'm not overly interested in Mulan it's not one of my favourite Disney films in general I've never seen it have you not Sarah no. loves it I think but I'm 
I wasn't keen on it. Um, I'm kind of interested in the Terminator news because I think is it um, what's his face is supposed to be coming back to deal with it. Um, oh my Cameron. God. Aye, God, I couldn't get the name there. He's not. He's not directing it though. Is he not? No, mm. I don't think so. I think he. I think he's going to be very hands on, but I don't think he's directing it. He's too busy with Avatar. Aye, true. Um. I'm interested enough though. Like, I don't know who he is. I, th- I believe he's a singer. That Diego Bonetta. In so Rock of Ages. I never saw that, and I didn't hear good things about it. So it doesn't really fill me with confidence. But if James Cameron's overseeing it, then I'll keep an eye, maybe. But yeah, yeah. Um, no, otherwise everything else, nothing really stood out too much that I can think of, really. I would probably not. I'm not so much interested in the Terminator news, but the, the other stuff you said, the John Krasinski thing, yeah, definitely. As I said, I think I said this last week. Now that the fact that I enjoyed a quiet place so much, if if it, if he's attached to another four movies before this one comes out, I'm going to be interested. Yeah, and I, I'm going to be hoping that he gets the gig, sort of thing. Um, yeah, the Mulan stuff. I've never seen Mulan, but I like the people being added. Um, I think there's a couple other movies in here that sound good. I think the Stuber, I'm assuming it's a comedy. I like Batista and I like uh, uh, Camille Nanjiani. And the the guy from the raid, it's the main guy from the raid, the cop in the first one. And so if it's going to be a comedy with really good action, that could be really interesting because he's, he's an excellent at action. He was brought in for Star Wars and to help in The Force Awakens and so I'm really looking forward to I'm not really looking forward to but I'd be interested in that. The the lucky oh lucky day. Yeah, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I really enjoyed Filth and just but there's a s we've got a wee bit of a premise here, it just says the film follows a career con man who poses as a leprechaun in an elaborate scheme of vengeance. Now, another name that's linked to this is is Peter Dinklage as a producer and I think he's been trying to get this film made for a while. He's not sure though if he's gonna take the lead role. Personally, I hope he does. Mm-hmm. That would, if he takes the lead role, then I'll be even more interested in in this one. Um, yeah, th- those would be the ones. Um, the Jake Gyllenhaal thing, I think uh, people were making a big deal out of. But personally, I think it's a nothing story because if he isn't talks to be Batman and nothing signed yet, he can't really say yes. Yeah. Um. So. Well, I don't know what else he could have said there because what, if he said the answer to that question is no why before it would he say wow that's a difficult question because mm-hmm. if the answer is just straight no well it's not a difficult question did you see the clip I didn't I didn't have time to watch it I did I, he's kind of like the way he says it is like uh, like kind of not offended but like fed as if he's kind of fed up here on that, that question so he's oh just, really yeah, so just kind of like, oh wow, that's a difficult question, and then he just turns and goes, no. So, I think, it, I think it's a clear, no, I'm not playing it, and I, I don't, right. don't think it will be. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to see Rampage. Like you, I, I, I will at least attempt to sit down and watch the Titan. And Trifford there, I don't think will be on my telly. Nope. Um. Cool. So. Um, next we're going to talk about the Marvel Countdown um, for those who haven't been listening myself and Ryan we sat down and we wrote a list of we wrote our Marvel movies list basically from worst to best 
we then put them side to side, added them together, and this is our joint Marvel list. Um, so before we get to the one we're going to talk about today, I'll quickly do a rundown of the, the movies that have, we've already talk, spoken about. So with number 17, uh, oh, I just want to point out as well, Black Panther's not on this list. The reason Black Panther isn't on the list is because we did this before that movie came out. This is all in build-up to Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, so number 17, Iron Man 2. Number 16, Incredible Hulk. Number 15, Thor The Dark World. Number 14, Iron Man 3. Number 13, Ant-Man. Number 12, Thor. Number 11, Captain America First Avenger. Number 10, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 9, Gardens of the Galaxy. And number 8, Doctor Strange. We have two at number 6, which is uh, Thor, Ragnarok and Age of Ultron. Uh, we have number five. We have Iron Man. Number four, Guardians of the Galaxy, and number three, we have Winter Soldier. We will be talking spoilers, so it's up to you if you want to listen to this part of the podcast. Ryan, Winter Soldier. How do you feel about it? I loved it. Absolutely love it. Um, still a film that I like. If I know I'm sitting down to watch it, I get quite, I don't know, yeah. happy beforehand because I know like I'm going to have a, a good wee time watching it. So. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely love this film. There's a yeah. I, I, the, it, see, when I get to the, these sort of films, like, like from probably from Gardens of the Galaxy onwards to to the the, the last four we've got, I, like, and I know I'm the problem here, but I almost get offended when people don't like them. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm like, what are you talking about? It's it's actually amazing. Um, and this, I think we mentioned this before, but I think this is the one where. It was if Marvel discovered well, these movies can be more than superhero films. Yeah, definitely. They can have their own subgenre, and and that can actually drive the story more than the sort of superhero aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I love the elevator scene. Um, I love the like the the building of the relationship between him and Natasha, and like Winter Soldier as a yeah, I guess as a villain is is brilliant because he. I know it's that cliche thing that Marvel does is it like the the villain matches the hero a lot of the time, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but you bet. I, I just I think that's a great movie, and I'm the same as you. Like I love, I love it. I love watching it, and it's one of the ones when it when I sit down and watch it, like I I watch it. Like I'm, I tend not to be on my phone. I tend not to be doing anything else. Whereas like some of the other ones, I love them, and because because of the type of the films that they are, they are light hearted. They are easy to watch. I may not always be giving them my full attention, but this one I, I don't want to do anything else when I'm watching this one. Yep. Um we saw this one together. Are we are we uh, double bill? Did indeed, yes. I think that's maybe kinda helps with it was because it was a double bill and I've mentioned before when we when we spoke about Captain America the first Avenger, I was I didn't really enjoy it when I first saw that, um the first few times, but then it was yeah. when we went to this screening and we saw that like the first, the first Avenger and this one together, and it just really like put everything together for Cap for me, and just really made me like him more as a character. And I find that you that you get like a, a good few more layers um, with him because uh, yeah. obviously you've had he was in um, Avengers before this as well, so you've obviously had a wee bit of time to to grow to, or I did anyway, have a bit of time to grow grow to Cap. Um, but yeah, you're right in what you're saying, like about. 
this is like as if they discovered that like we can make it more than just like a superhero film. There can be more happening here as opposed to more more story elements. So um, this one's like a kind of political thriller. Um, I think one of the big things, and I think this is one of the things for me that's really getting me excited as well about um, Infinity War is the directors. Obviously, it was like yeah. the first introduction to the Russo brothers, and um, I think this, along with one of the other Marvel films that we've still to speak about, like I think this, I go between the two, but this might be like the best made Marvel film. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think it's the most sound. Yeah. In terms of plot and and how the story moves along, but for, for some reason the, the the two movies we have in front of this are just I don't know they just make my heart happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we no, I think because the other ones that we've still we speak about have probably got other elements involved, like yeah, yeah, definitely bigger characters or bigger side characters. Um, but yeah, I, I loved like. I think I'm probably in the minority with this. Apart from I can't remember the the guy at the start's name, but I like all the villains in this. Um, yeah, yeah. I I, th- I really like Robert Redford's character. Like he's just a kind of um, puppet master type person. Um, I liked no. all the Hydra stuff as well. That that had kind of made a reappearance. So um, I loved all that stuff and like the the whole bit when he's in with the what's the, like the four people called who. Overseer type people. I know you're talking about. I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Um, when he's in and he's kind of just got control of him, he's just such a calm, cool character. I, I really liked him. I thought he was a good, a good villain. And then Crossbones and Winter Soldier. King. Well, yeah, Winter Soldier was a bad guy the whole way through. Went really, wasn't he? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah essentially, until 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 the end, the river scene. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes. And no, you're right. I, I I'd agree with you. Like is it. I think it is one of the better Marvel villains, and my criticism with this villain isn't the portrayal or how good a thought it was. It's, it's like the same the one I have with uh, Michael Keaton in Homecoming. There's just not enough of them. Yeah. Um, that's all. That's that's the only thing I don't like about it. But great movie, and one of the, one of the. I think saying there that it's the first that it could be more than a superhero film, but it's, I think this is one of the first ones as well where they thought, wait a minute, just because it's a Captain America movie doesn't mean we can't have all these other characters in here as well. Yep. Because um, Iron Man kept to Iron Man characters. Like, yeah, we had Rhodey and, and Pepper Potts, but they, they're they part of his, whereas Black Widow isn't. Falcon isn't necessarily. I know he becomes Captain America, but just introduction of, of more characters in, in the movies and now if you look at Thor 3 as well or Captain America 3 is the best example Civil War is the best example like and I think that's going to just happen more so in the movies now that like Doctor Strange 2 I don't imagine we're not going to see some of his pals helping him mm-hmm. yeah same with, same with Spider-Man as well I just don't see because we've got it now, I don't know how they take it that back from us now. Aye, um, it'll be difficult to do so if if they do. Um, oh, I was going to say something there, and I've totally forgot. <laughs> Couldn't be that important then. Nah. Um, no, I was going to say. Do you know? I've only got. I, I was trying to think there about things I don't like about this film, and there's only one thing that I can think of about the whole film, and. 
it is... is this trailer related? Is this what? Is this trailer related? No. No, no, no. It is the scene near the end when they're on the um, heli thing going down. What's it called? Mm-hmm. Um, and they need to shut down. Like, there's a timer and they need to shut down the computer before it hits zero. Otherwise, all the guns are going to go crazy and shoot everybody, pretty much. And yeah. then Cap manages to stop it with, like, two seconds to go. I hate that. I hate that in films when they do that type of thing. And they did that and that. That's a, the only thing in this film that bothers me. Would you rather there was, like, ten seconds to go? Uh, a minute or something. Aye. I would, I would, the, the stakes would have been the same. Because I remember a complaint you had when we came out, the fact that... You know how the, the scene with Samuel Jackson, when he meets Cap again, when he's oh, not yeah. dead? Yeah, yeah, Because that was in the trailer. Aye. But then they kill him off way before that scene. <laughs> yeah. Um... Because I don't know, you're good at noticing these things. I don't notice it. I'm just too caught up in the movie. But I remember you said you were waiting for that scene. Aye, yeah, because like I do remember the stuff with the trailers. Like I'm probably going to do the same stuff with Infinity War and as we're going through the film, like try and piece where all the bits of the trailers are fitting into the film. And yeah, but I, I did remember that, like because it was it was quite a big part of the trailer if I remember rightly. Because you saw yeah, him yeah. with his, his arm all um, in a cast or whatever, and I thought. Uh, just when the film was happening and you see him kill, die off I was like well he's clearly coming back <laughs> <laughs> fair enough cool now that's uh, that's Civil uh, Winter Soldier at number number three there um, got a question today on Twitter which I like this question mainly because it lets us talk about Infinity War at <laughs> um, Sir1987 says thoughts on rumours that Cap will die and Bucky Barnes will become the new Captain America also Plot twist slash wildcard predictions. Any theories? Ryan? I don't think he will. I know, I, I think I'm probably in the minority with this. And I don't think um, Sam is going to either. I don't think any. I don't want anybody to. Um, that's maybe that's maybe more what's going on in my head. But um, I don't think anyone else will take over the, the shield. No? You? What about Cap dying? I think he will. Yeah, I think we've yeah. we've kind of discussed this before, and I think he will die, um, but be resurrected in one way, when we shape or form in the the next film. I think if he doesn't become Captain America, because I think he might remain the Winter Soldier, maybe not, but I think he might get the Shield at some point. Because I could see Captain America dying and. Like that being a moment where Tony finds it within him to forgive Bucky mm-hmm. and give him his shield back because Cap doesn't have his shield just now. Yep. Kind of like, do you know the way Star Lord gives Yondu's arrow to what's he called? Oh, um... James, James Gunn's brother, Sean Gunn. What's his character's name? That's so bad. Anyway, he gives him that. I think he'd want you to have that. A kind of moment like that. I mean, that might never happen. Probably won't happen. But I could, I could see that yeah. happening. Yeah, true. Um, and so, yeah, he would maybe be the Winter Soldier, but just to have Cap Shield. Um, because Bucky looks good with the shield. Just on, just on that um, about Cap dying as well. Sorry, just thinking about it. Um, about. It was a couple of weeks ago, I think maybe 
Chris Evans had said he's not coming back as Cap, or this is his last kind of run as Cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as the Russo brothers have kind of pointed out recently, he's not Captain America anymore. He's the Nomad. Yeah, but are they just are they just messing about with us? Like, I don't know. I think they're quite good at this. I think they're do- they know what they're doing. Because there's only three people who know how the film ends. Like Kevin Feige doesn't even know. Not really. That can't that can't be right though. But no. that, that just now that I say that, that can't be right. No. But at, the, apparently the only people who know how it ends is the Russo brothers and Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Now I was trying to work that out. Is that, is that because like just because of the scene he was in, it was too obvious, or because he helped them end the movie? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's you've got you've got me there. Hmm. I had a, a this won't happen, right? But do you know how about the famous like clicking of the fingers thing that Fanus does? Yep. Well, I'm reading Infinity Gauntlet just now. Yeah, I'd never read it before, so I wanted to read it before it comes out. Do you mind if I go into a wee bit of spoiler territory on Infinity Gauntlet? Go for it. Well, because you already know he clicks his fingers and half the universe disappears. Right. That actually happens at the beginning of the comic. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, like, Hawkeye disappears. Um, don't know how mainly, mainly, no, big characters disappear, like Cap still about, Hulk, Wolverine, Iron Man, Thor, loads of the big guys. Guns still about. So Thanos did a bad job there. <laughs> but anyway, they, they sort of, like, people just sort of disappear. Like, Spider-Man's still there. He, he witnesses people disappear in New York. And I was thinking, now, I don't think this will happen. I, I, I'd love it to, but I was thinking, like, how cool would it be if at the end of this movie, like, he does snap his fingers and half the Avengers disappear? Like, yeah, yeah we get to witness, like, Cap die, but, like, and then... That would make sense with it ending with Doctor Strange. Like, this kind of, like, like don't worry, we'll get them back sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. If that's if that's what was to happen, I'm not sure how I feel. So what when they disappear, what, that's them dead? Or what do you mean by they disappear? Well, they're, mo- they, they, like, they're gone from existence. So they're dead? Yeah, yeah, they're dead. They're not just, like, moved somewhere else. Right, okay. Like... He's he's wiped them out. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about that. No, I'm not sure. I had another wee thought about, like, I had a kind of another theory or something I was thinking about, just thinking about where the next film's going. And I was thinking about stuff to do with the... Because we, obviously we've got Captain Marvel in between this and four, is that right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, and she's involved with the oh, scrolls. So I'm, I was thinking, what if maybe Cap uh, does die, but he's revealed to be a scroll or something along those lines? I don't think it's going to happen, but I was that that's like mm. my kind of possible plot twists or wild card things. Like I was kind of wondering, I wonder if we'll get some kind of introduction to them in this. Well, I hope not. I don't want them to be. So we'd set up the fourth. I don't. There needs to be a link between know, this and the fourth. No, yeah, yeah, there has to be, but I just. But remember, like Captain Marvel's set in the nineties. Uh huh. I just, I, I don't want him to be a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
if he's a if that's what he's a planning Marvel, you better take that off the table. Um, but in terms of like what plot twists or wildcard predictions, I'm not very good at that sort of stuff. Well, you've you've gave us one now. That's a, I, I've not heard anyone like suggest anything like the like that type of thing happening. So that would be interesting to see. So you've gave us a a wee plot twist or a wildcard prediction now. Um. I think I might know how Cap dies now, though. How? Oh. <laughs> Just by reading the comics, I think they might they might kill him the way they kill him in Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, I don't. Which would be no. pretty satisfying. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how pretty he. I'm not going to tell you how he. D- <laughs> well, it would be though because it. it well, maybe it's not for most people, but I think it's. It just shows you how it would show you how powerful Thanos is. Yeah, I think I'm hoping we're truly going to get like a a vision of how powerful he is. I think I think they're going to do justice, and I'm liking what I've heard them say about Thanos that this is kind of his film, um, really. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see what they do with him. It is less than two weeks now, Ryan. I know. I was thinking that when we were it talking about earlier. Qu- it can't come quick enough. I, I'm struggling to avoid stuff on social media it's starting to piss me off I know there are only TV spots so even if I watched them all I'd have seen like 9 minutes of the movie it, probably not even that much that's probably too much because some of the s- scenes will be things that I saw in the original trailers anyway Yeah, but it's just stressing me out I know and it's constantly like just like when we we're obviously we're trying to do stuff on social media and you you're trying to post stuff on and you just ha- like see things that are unavoidable, like you just can't not see them a lot of the time. It's um, quite difficult because I saying to you, like during the week, there was something I'd saw that kind of spoiled it, didn't, didn't spoil any bit of story, but just a wee moment that I was like, oh, I would have probably liked to have seen that in the, the actual film, I think, as opposed to on my phone. So, did you say it was Star Lord? Yes, involving with another character, I think. I uh, know, wait, I've, I've I've seen a thumbnail for him with another character. I think um, right. it looks like I, have, I think it said it was for a feature eight. Uh, no, I'm not saying what the other thing was, but it's again, it's just like it's an obviously a bit of an action scene for for the film. But uh, right. yeah, it's annoying. It's upsetting. So very much. Stop so. it, Marvel! Stop it right now. <laughs> Interesting, I try and stay away from merchandise, but thankfully the one I saw didn't give any spoilers away. Well, maybe it is a spoiler. Is that Hawkeye is in the Lego stuff. Uh-huh. But it's generally... They get pretty spot on. And what's the suit like? Because I've seen stuff where I'm wearing this gold suit or something, or... Nah, it's not like that. That Ronin. Yeah, It's not yeah. Ronin stuff. Which looks cool. Well, yeah, he has uh, actually made some kind of poster. Like, I saw something, um, I can't remember who it was that posted it, but it was, like, artwork that they'd done, and you see Hawkeye in the distance in it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just, like, it's not, like, a still or anything. It's, like, actual, like, um, artwork that somebody's done. Um, I can't remember what the actual words are for this type of art, but it's for, like, obviously just, like, promotional kind of art stuff, and, uh, yeah, you see him kind of a wee bit off in the distance. Alright. What is that word? Uh, I know. Uh, 
like the when they draw stuff like that I might think. be in the movies. Yeah, yeah. Nanometer talking about. That's one. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's gonna kill me now. I know, I know what it's called. Uh, it's quite annoying. <laughs> um, but uh, you see him in that. I, I saw as well. They um, I think just whilst we were talking at one point there, they just or just before we started, they uh, released a an IMAX poster uh, for it, but. He still doesn't make an appearance in that. No. I don't... Yeah. He doesn't. Concept art. There we go. That's oh, it. God. Ah, thank goodness, <laughs> man. <laughs> I started Googling it there. Oh. <laughs> my God. Anyway, on that note... Yes. Um, I'm going for some concept dinner. <laughs> what are you having? Yeah. Uh, chicken pie. Oh. Roast potatoes, veg. A grown up dinner, Ryan, some would say. Potato. Potatoes. I had um, chicken katsu curry, thanks very much. Oh, nice. Mm, thank you. Homemade? Eh, uh, kinda. Like, I made it myself, I. But was it just jar curry? No, it's a wee tablet thing. Stick it in water. Right, so it's so the same thing. <laughs> what? I physically made it myself. That You can eat that tablet. Add a tablet. Well, you could. You could. It, be might, not be, it might, might not be enjoyable, but you could certainly eat it. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening, people. I'm sorry you have to put up with Ryan's jip. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Movie Podders. I think if you at Movie Podders on Facebook, it takes you to our page as well. I'm sure, it does. Mm-hmm. Or just type in Movie Podders. Um, Make sure, if you are listening, or you see us, please like, share, retweet, comment as much as you physically can. Um, We would really appreciate that. We'd also like to engage in conversation with you. Um, Yeah, but thanks for listening. Ryan, anything? No. No. (laughs) Um, And Moaner Angels. Bye. (laughs) Bye.